Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why not? Fancy world where there's dragons and witches and lots of things controlled the This is too far. Greetings and welcome to the 33rd episode of Lore and Disorder, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Zane C. Weber. This week we find our marshals in the depths of the mines of Pit End, exploring what the Wind Speaks gang have to offer them and what their connection to the Dimrocks are. Now, if you have any questions or comments, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, or our home on the web, that's not canonproductions.com. And now, on with the game. Last time, you infiltrated the mines, you found a trap with the markings of the dwarves <coughs> on it, you Five heard some pounding and decided to go in the opposite direction. You followed the coin, or the whatever pond thing was, the card. Yes, the card. Because that was the most interesting thing you could find. You mm-hmm. came across Maguire and Kism. Who offered you two barrels to go away and take back to Neymar? And you said, We're not after the barrels, we want to speak with Windy. And then he took you to Windy. Anyone else remember anything? Um, they promised that we would never come to harm while we were here because we're protected. They're very reasonable and nice good folk. Yep. Um, they're they're, they're, I just want to emphasize that they're not dickheads. We don't need a backstab. No, why would we need a backstab? Why would we want a backstab? Okay. What are they doing here? <laughs> they the are looking after the kids. Why? Money. Because the they're orphans, aren't they? They're all orphans. Because they love them. Why are they doing it here? Because the tree protects <laughs> them. Zealots, essentially. The fool says. Why does the tree protect them? Because it makes They the believe it does. It yeah. doesn't actually exist or do anything. It's just it's a, a tree. I'm leaving the Lord something, something. I'm being an atheist in a world okay. where being an atheist doesn't make any sense. What do you know about the gang? How it functions? This game. Um, yes. They indoctrinate small children into their belief system and then raise them to carry out heinous acts of violence for their own power in the future. They get them to go steal them. Slightly the wrong answer. <coughs> they make Excuse me, you have no proof. I've received no proof to the contrary. They use that machine to turn glad, crappy metal into coins. Why? Because they need to pay off the Dimrocks. Why? Because they think they have too much. Because they, they paid them lots of money that was made out of crappy coins. 
correct. The Dimrocks are just like the biggest bunch of Thundercunts. Like, yep. Who goes like, you need to pay us 50 gold? Like, they're just taking the piss. They don't actually expect 50 gold. And they actually came. They're like, oh. Okay. That's why they must well, be purged. How about 100 gold? Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, every month, thanks. <clears throat> what do they have? The coin Enough. machine. The coin machine. The tree. The tree. I don't think I'm And Wendy says that she's got some powers to protect them from whatever the fae in the tree is. I can't remember the name though. No, protect them from the dim rocks. Yeah. yeah. While well, she's around the tree. Yeah. So they can't <coughs> leave it too far. Describe the chamber that the tree is in. A circular Stone. room with a sunlight above the tree. The tree is buried in earth. It's in the centre of the room and there are beds around the edge and workbenches. Correct. Is the there is no on? other exit from this room. Other than the ladder down. Mm. Is there? No. Oh, most lots of fruit, bare leaves, but is it sparkling still at all? In my mind it is for some reason. It's a tree growing underground. Let's be honest. It is growing six kinds That's very healthy fruit. Wait. But it wasn't growing whatever. Are they all citrus? No. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a magic tree, not just a good Yeah, that's a freaking magic tree. Yeah. Magics! It could also be stone fruit. Or avocados. <clears throat> On the tree. Hug, hug Sam. Yes. You, you can see strawberries. Hug you can it. see... Strawberries? Yeah. Strawberries? Not strawberries. Raspberries? Oranges. They come in plastic bags. Anyone? No one going to interrupt? No, no bananas. <laughs> Pears. You can't leave vegetables to interrupt because then we don't. Apples. Okay, stop and just start again, please. Oh, God. Are there are like cucumbers and tomatoes as well? Strawberries. Apples. Pears. Not bananas. Not bananas. <laughs> Specifically. Oranges. Mango. Remember back. Mango. Yes, mango and what apples? <laughs> <laughs> it's a and uh, blueberries. <gasps> so it's the fruit juice. Are there no vegetables? Out? What about a cranberries? Nope. What's it? Mango, strawberries, <laughs> mango, <laughs> strawberries, oranges, apples, pears, and blueberries. Blueberries. Okay. It's a fruit juice tree. Mm. Yeah, literally, you could just pop that in a blender and just go. So you should blend the whole tree right now. Oh, well, we'll do the thing first. Hey, man, you You promised! You promised! Okay, so. You've come in, you've spoken to Wendy, she's pled her case, and she has said she is willing to do whatever she must to protect the children here, including handing over the machine that creates the counterfeit coins. And testifying and accepting any punishment the council wishes to meet out if you people will protect children from any repercussions, including that of the Dimrocks. Okay, so... You were a little hesitant to accept these terms, and so she offered you whatever loot was left of the Horde of the Fool... Who was their patron who started this whole operation but had to leave once he was attacked? And then she opened up a chest and distributed 
the goods. In good faith that you would be true to your word. Having told her that you are part of the marshal service. Yeah. Thanks, Atlas. She asked us. I was going to tell her. She said, isn't that right? Marshals? It doesn't matter. Like, no, she didn't. Yes, she did. Yeah, I we'll guess we'll have to wait and listen to the recording. Yeah, see, you, see, <laughs> you see that face? That face says I'm right. No, yeah, no. It, she worked it out, but... um. Yeah, it doesn't matter with her. She's not like some random douche on the street who's going to start a bar fight. Well, no, because they're just going to we really can't fail because we're, they know where, who we are. Exactly. Well, no, then we just have to come back. If we fail, we come back and we murder everyone. Everyone. And yeah. you, you bathe hip deep in the blood blood of the innocents. Okay. Just so you can't get out. <laughs> to, uh, you can't back out now, boy. Just to back away from the bathing in the blood of the innocent. It's an option. Track that we seem to be on. Um, yeah. Atlas was particularly interested in the tree. Oh my, yes. As was James, who had seen this in a vision so just the night before. You know, I get like two of these a day. Really? Double visions every day. You should kind so of, like, tell us. Ah, oh, it's fine. He goes when they happen. I saw this. <laughs> I can't stop it from happening. It's happening. I saw it. That's terrible. That's terrible. It's not happening to you. So uh, very well. And so walked up to the tree and touched it, and was seized with a vision of whirling magics. Ah. Windy pulls your hands away from the tree and asks you if you wish to speak to the Lady of the North Wind. Excuse me? No, I'm trying to... The tree, I'm just... The tree's a manifestation of our patron. Okay. Why would I need to speak to your patron? Uh, the tree is right here. There are easier ways to communicate. Are there? Yes. How would you go about communicating with the Feywild? The tree. It's a connection. Yes. Thought, deed. But I will show you if you wish to speak to her. She has interest in speaking to you. She does? She does. Really? That's what you just felt. Well... Mm. I'm going to touch the tree as well then. Uh, actually, you don't feel anything. You do get a whiff of the the fragrance of the tree. Do I feel like I get away with scratching in DB with here? Oh, there's a lot of people in the room kind of watching what you're doing. Apparently the tree is alive. <laughs> I'm not going to be sure. Apparently that tree is alive. I imagine. Very well. Name, Very well, Wendy. Let's be about this business since your way is so convenient. Greta and Dashbowl forever. I don't understand your disdain, but... Oh no, it's not disdain. I, I was happy. It will have to be tonight, as she is strongest during the night time. Very well, I will stay here and commune with the tree then. Very well. I resume touching We will leave you 
to it. Can I roll insight? Does, does Wendy? Wendy kind of sounds like she's in pain. Uh, roll insight. <coughs> oh, yeah. yeah oh, I know all the things about her pain. 21. Yeah, she does sound like she's a little bit in pain. Wendy, you, you sound like you're in a bit of pain. Yeah. What is it? I got hit by a crossbow bolt a couple times. Is this a wound that hasn't healed, or is it fresh? It's healing. Can I... Yeah, I can heal you. That's my flute out. Don't Maybe. play that flute. No, it's the other one. <laughs> Wait, she's... We know what that does. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I pull out my loot then. Not the fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a one-man band now. <laughs> Give so me some sort of backpack construction. Show me the wound, and I will... Okay, she kind of lifts up the top half of her rags, oh. and, you, and you do see where a, a crossbow bolt has kind of ripped in just underneath her ribs. Classic one. Fuck <laughs> it, okay, I have a long rest. That was a, that was a, was a level two spell. Um... Uh, that, that is uh, eight. Eight. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, the wound closes up as you play your tunes into it, and uh, then touch it lovingly with your hands. Yeah. Um, that sounds <clears throat> so such a touching image. Dashboldy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new new adjective. So that's literally, you've got your hand in woman everywhere we go. Sometimes a man. You just you put your hand in there and then you heal it. It's like, get it out. Does that mean you become them? And that means they can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> now. I'm going to uh, sit down with my back against the tree and meditate until she comes back in. Okay. Um, she's fine to let you do that. Uh, I did not say thank you. She absolutely said thank you. Um, and she says, in repayment, he'll feed, feed you. Thank you. <coughs> yes. Very good. <laughs> um, hmm. come down, it's almost lunchtime. The children will be getting hungry. You good here? Okay. James, knowing exactly what's about to happen, leaves Atlas. <laughs> Steps 30 feet away from the tree? <laughs> go, go 90. <laughs> uh, and you all descend the ladder. Cool. And down into the fire pit room, where you meet again, Maguire and Kism, with all the children... Going over basic numbers. You go, and you have lunch. Feel free to jump in if you have anything you want to do or explore in this place. I am going to cut all the meat with the ration knife. <laughs> Is this effectively a short rest? Just yes. so I can take a spell or something? What yes. if they're Muslims or Jewish? Or some other. It only tastes like bacon. It's not bacon. It's so, like kale. Oh, they get pretty butter. Oh, wait, no, stop. Do you understand? This means they can keep... If we had that in real life, they could still be full of halal, but enjoy the flavour. Yeah, they'd make kale that tastes like bacon. You yeah. deep fry it with oil and it's, like, awesome. 
No, it, uh, trust me, as someone who spent a long time doing this, there is very few things you can make smell and taste like bacon. Like, really. Delicious, delicious cow. It still tastes like cow. I'm, I'm dead serious, man. Bacon's got this... <laughs> so I'm short-resting. Like yes. Great. You're all eating. <clears throat> um, they put on a spread, and you see that the 12 children that you saw are actually just about a third of the children that they have here. Ages from about 4 up to 12, 13. Um, the older ones take care of most of the cooking and whatever. Uh, a number of adults that you see, maybe number around 10 or 12. Can I just subtly work myself through them during lunch and find out where the fuck this many kids came from? Um... Yeah, well, Maguire's there, and he's like, uh, most of the kids, they come from from people in Pit End or, or Greyacre who can no longer look after them or have passed on. Uh, fever in the last winter took, took a, a fair chunk of the population of the pit, um, and most of them were the older ones. Uh, so those who were living with their grandparents or their, their aunts and uncles... Uh, they ended up here. Kind of like a summer camp. But longer. Yeah, and in the winter. Hmm. Uh, also, so, um, the fool had his own little coterie of children who, who gathered children kind of together and they took all the street, street children out of the pit and brought them in here and fed them, watered and educated them. And then we kind of came along organically from that. About the fool character, do you know much about him? I only, I'll, I'll be honest with you, um, some of the items that we were given by Wendy, uh, one of them was something I used to have ownership of not a few months ago. And oh. I'm just curious how it would have come into his belonging. Well, to be sure, I... I I don't know, and no one really knows much about the fool as such. He's a an older gentleman, white hair and a white beard. He's a sprightly for one of his age, uh, and always has at least one of the one of the kids with him. So he's where, a do-gooder, you see. Where is he now? Well, he's left the pit and he left Greyacre. We haven't been able to contact him for over a month. So he just up and left. He, he was driven out by what, the dim rocks. What did he look like? Uh, older gentleman. Kind Clothes, dressing style. Oh, he wore. Well, whatever is practical. He wore trousers, mostly. Upper class and. Oh, he spoke like a very well-educated gentleman. Did he sound like he was from Unthalas, or...? Oh, yeah, he, he spoke like the, the posh people in up near the Trader's Tower. Hmm. And you just trusted him. He turns up, you obviously don't know much about him. Well, and you're like, sure. you've got to understand I wasn't here when... when he came in and took over. We, we he uh, 
indicates to one of the older boys sitting at the table, we were in pit end and uh, Harry over there ran into some some lo- some of the local kids talking about the place here and he came in, found out what it was about and I came in to see that nothing was going wrong and I ended up helping the fool with security when it comes to the Dim Rocks. Who gave him that name? That stupid name. The kids that go with him. Okay. Also, he does it. I assume that it's a nickname oh, or I a term of endearment. The old fool, they would call him. Hmm. You guys have any other questions? Did you know his name? About this guy? No, I don't care. Guess not. I don't, I don't know his name. <laughs> He stole your stuff. He had some of my shit. Yeah. Is there anyone that would know his name? They took it from us. Apart from him? Well, <laughs> yep. the only people we ever really saw him talk to more than to give an order or a, a brief hello were the, were the kids that were with him. But they went with him. He was always in and around uh, and... I don't. I don't mean to uh, offend anyone, but coming back with interesting things of uh, not necessarily noble nature. Most of what I imagine Wendy had in that box was uh, gathered by him to take out of the hands of those less likely to do good with him. Most mm. likely to do good with a knife and turn stuff into bacon. Oh, not all of them are <laughs> nefarious. Well, well, that fiddle there apparently has a story attached to it. Gives me the goosebumps. What story? Do you know? Oh, you just know that there is one. Oh, did not Wendy tell you? Did you not? I actually can't remember personally. Uh, she did. Uh, when I told you oh. what it was about. Um, I then remember. <laughs> what a good story. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what happened at, like 20 minutes ago upstairs. One yep. of the uh, greater fae dropped it into the world to sow discord and, uh, and madness. They are uh, one of their tricks. Did the fool say anything about it? Was he aligned to it in any way, the greater fae? Oh, the fool was quite concerned with the fae wild. He was. Think he was a scholar of some sort. Uh, he could have been. He didn't have many books, none that I saw. He didn't leave any. If he did, but uh, it was through him that Wendy, the Wendy met the lady, and the lady has uh, helped Wendy and us a fair bit with the with the dwarves. So he helped her uh, commune with the tree, or was the tree not already there? It was uh, through the tree that, uh, yeah, Wendy met the lady. Hmm. Hmm. <coughs> James, I think she's the murderer. We're running into the Fae quite a bit, aren't we? Yeah, apparently. Uh, I, I don't really know much about them. They're all a bit... I don't know anything about them. They're a bit, sh- they're a bit shiny. We'll go with that. Maybe we should take the chest... To the Aniromancer and just say who it is. I feel that would be a little too convenient. You're probably dead. <laughs> well, Wendy says that you're going to uh, 
have a talk with the tree tonight? Yes, yes. Our friend upstairs would like to have a few words. Well, part of that is uh, is the, the children gather around and they share the story of the Feywild of the lady in the tree. Oh, good. So I'm upstairs. I'm going to attempt to merge myself with the tree. <laughs> okay, you may roll need a merge promise. check. <laughs> I'd use my 20. Uh, no, your 20 has already gone to the arcana. That's what, the, uh, that's what it was for. To merge with the tree and take a little, maybe little can, snippet of power. Maybe you can just call them up and borrow. get your borrow. d20 refunded. Really oh, I didn't keep the receipt. That was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. You always keep the receipt. No, I did, but I think I've heard it. Wait, 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 wait. Does this come... Because we're in Australia and that con- that, that Uncle isn't. Are we still under Australian consumer law? Because I don't need a receipt then. Like, Is there a GST? Just, yeah. Do I have to pay extra 15%? Sorry, 10%. External. I do have stored 15. <laughs> I've got anything good. Never mind. <laughs> that shit works. Don't throw shit I, out, say. Oh, God, put down the knife, say. Oh, oh, what the fuck? I have a relaxing lunch <laughs> and make idle chit-chat um, with people. The oh. kids are still enamored with Dashbold, and they are also very keen to talk to... The boys are keen to talk to Jack about his... His uh, impressive crossbow. Sorry, Crossbows. not really that impressive. He bought it for me. Sorry, I'm not that fucking interesting. You little brats must go upstairs. <laughs> look, please, look, the bar. You're oh, just, a, you're just a, a guy. You look like a, a pit end ruffian. Yeah, that's what you look like. I, you didn't tell them a story, and you don't have cool crossbows. No, that's fine. Them, I let all the kids I go upstairs. <laughs> I let all the kids know when they, when he's just talking brats. He he's really boring. <laughs> don't get near him. I go, I climb the ladder, oh. and then release 10,000 ball bearings down the hole. He goes to probability to the tree. <laughs> he would be up here for hours. Like, I just watch him dump them down. I'm just like, really? Really? You can make them taste like bacon. <laughs> if I cut them, but they're made of metal. <laughs> okay. All right. Make the tree taste like bacon. <laughs> yes, that, that, that we could do. Ponds. Wait, wait, wait. Do we cut the tree taste like bacon? Does the whole tree taste like bacon? Or just, question, yeah. or just the grafted taste? Yeah, like, because if you cut in well, a little bit... It says any food cut will taste like bacon. Oh, well, it's food to something. <laughs> <laughs> so are we, technically. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. We can resort to cannibalism. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> it's like, it's bacon. Because the one thing that was holding us back is a taste. Yeah, it tastes like bacon. Wait, what if we already tasted like bacon? Cooked bacon or just bacon? Cooked bacon. Oh, thank God. Okay, yeah, cannibalism's on. Wait, you wouldn't have to cook bacon. You just make it taste like cooked bacon. But you should get sick of I just love Jack. He's just like, and that's the... Yeah, the one thing holding his back was the flavour. <laughs> you guys enjoy your fucking, your fucking children chats. Ah, uh, fuck you all. <laughs> Sorry, just so funny. Whew. That is way too serious. You two people. Mm. Anything else you want to ask slash do? Yeah. Uh, oh, you can go first. No, go, go for it, man. Okay. Uh, have I heard Kism's name? Yes. Okay, Kism. So, 
Maguire's referred to him as Kism. The worm bro. Times. Where where'd yeah. he come from? Seems fully sentient and Oh yeah, he was a gift from the lady. As protection against the dim rocks. So did he come from a place in the Feywild or <laughs> Oh my god, what the fuck? I was doing one of those things where you press the button to stop it and it's sex noises. Inappropriate <laughs> for a podcast. I do apologize. Oh, that's it, so did it was even on mute. Come from a Sorry. portal in the? Did you come from a portal in the Feywild, or? I'm not very conversant in magic. Let's best ask Kind of weird. As soon as the fool left, and we needed more, uh, more assistance in in fending off the Dimrocks, uh, the lady sent us Kism. Ah. So, do you think he would help us fight the Dimrocks, or is he a defender only? I assume oh, he, he will. I don't see why he wouldn't help, but we would be loath to lose him. Oh, you know, it's just, he seems formidable and. Oh, he is quiet. I don't know, I could put a saddle on him. Oh, I wouldn't. He doesn't like to be sat on. Is he is he a nice person? Uh he's he's not he's not a person. Sure he is. No he's not. Look at those he's, eyes. Okay, so you're looking at his eyes, they are kind of black and beady. Look at those beady shark eyes. <laughs> are they like really tiny shark eyes? Oh, they're not tiny. Imagine imagine like an aardvark head, but the Solus. eyes are just solid black. Soulless shark eyes. Sure, soulless shark eyes. <laughs> okay. He's not moving much, is he? He's just standing still like creepy. You, you say that, and then his, uh, the plates start to grind against each other, and the sound is infuriating. It's like a chalkboard. Yeah. Okay. Say so that's no, you don't have to do that. He's just doing it to make a point. You can understand what you're saying. <laughs> you can understand what he's saying too. Oh, I don't think you can. <laughs> I speak screech. Oh, good. Well, I might have listened some screeching back. No, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Will you be needing a room while you're here? Because we can take you to the dormitories. There are there are spare space. Are there any nice beds? Well. They're as nice as you can get in Pit End. <laughs> now you're fuzzy. Minus one Maguire point. It's been too long. Anyway. I've taken up too much of this, so... I should speak now, buddy. Right. Okay. What is the defences of your territory? Well, there are three ways in. Two of them we don't think are known by the dwarves. Uh, and so I keep watch on the, on, on the one that we that they make an approach from. Uh, it's going to be a little bit. Sure. A little bit. I'm back. Um, other than that, you're looking at them. The men at the table. Twelve. Windy. Thirteen. And Kism? Fourteen. I. Wait, are all the LT dudes except for Wendy? No, it's about half-half. Oh, okay. So, your 
Entire military strength is 13 people and a giant worm. Why is it military? I wouldn't call this a military. Have any of you had any sort of fighting experience? I've I've hunted before. I'm proficient in a bow and a sword. How proficient are the dim rocks in probably smashing our faces? Well, the dwarves, they immediately get proficiency with battle axes. And Look, the number of the number of the dim rocks that we saw at the pub the other night—that's the biggest number we've ever seen in one place. How many was there? Thirty? Uh no, like thirteen. Ah, oh, great, right. But nice. they were the best armed and the most able to defend themselves. Okay, well, would it be too much to ask for a map of your territories with? <laughs> oh, such a thing doesn't exist. There's no use. If you know them, you know them. And if you well, don't, there's still probably places that you can't go. Well, I I would like to have a map so I can plan out. I could take you on a tour if you want. Sure. Let's go on a tour. Does it involve not getting a long rest? How well, no, you've had a short rest. Your long rest will be tonight. Okay, it's about... It's mid-afternoon. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So, you've had a short rest... Yeah? Yep. Yep. He won't be gone for more than six hours. So he'll be back by tonight. And then he can sleep for tomorrow. I can, I can show you what we've got. And what we've got isn't much. Well, show us everything. All your, do you have any equipment? What's your weapon stored like? Um, he shouts down the table. Hey, lads. Show this fella your blades. And they each hold up kind of dodgy short swords uh, one of them a couple of them have daggers as well um, check what kind of daggers they have and, and two have a short bow I have 20 daggers in my coat right now so <laughs> well armed right you're well, upstairs I know oh, if you need 20 daggers if he's getting a tour of that I'd like to get a tour of the cave and I'll talk to Wendy to do that um Windy is more than happy to show you about their place. Jack Ma. Mm. Okay, he takes you uh, through right to the back of their settlement. So he takes you down a long hallway with rooms to either side that they use as a dormitory. Uh, they sleep about ten children to a room. Uh, it seems to like these might have been carved out when this was an active mine to for miners to sleep down here mm-hmm. uh, in, be- in between shifts. Now miners sleep down here. There is an actual uh, active hot spring that they have harnessed. It's, it's into a little bit of a bathhouse mm-hmm. um, on one end. There is the storeroom that you saw. There are several others like it. All of them are very well stocked. Um and with stuff that looks like it's been here much longer than a month so maybe six months Uh, then he takes you down the path you came to get here uh, and says this is the the point where I mostly do my watching this is the only only approach that uh, the Dimrocks have ever made on us but if you trek forward uh, you'll see that there is a uh, a passage leading off to the left and there's a cleft in the rock now if you go through that 
you can get in over the other side near one of the other storerooms but we've never had anyone through there now if you go back a bit to the right um, there's another long passageway uh, that can also uh, be accessed from the dim rock side of the mines but again we've never seen them that way this secret entrance the first one how many people could you fit through that a quick procession well it's not difficult to get through it I mean as many as you could walk through a tunnel hmm and how many tables do you have tables yes oh I, I guess we would have maybe nine excellent well this isn't so bad as I thought I think I can work with this. Good. I'm, uh... Have we got... Do you plan to put us under siege? That is something I am entertaining. All right. Okay. Well... Okay, I can I can deal with that. I know how that would work. Um, can you get everybody who could swing a sword, draw a bow, wield an axe... Literally draw by a square piece of paper and everyone starts drawing by his What are you doing? His helm's deep. Drawing bones! He's getting every child that is able to gather a weapon <laughs> and stand on the wall of <laughs> Helm's deep. Exactly. And can you get them to the mess hall so I can begin preparations? You mean the place that we just left where all the men had all their weapons there? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, if you head with me back to the mess hall. You'll find all the men gathered with all the weapons there. They can have that talk then. So there's nobody... There's, you don't have any guards? You don't have anybody else roaming about? No. If the dwarves come, you'll hear them. They, they're not a quiet bunch. Sure. I look very sceptically at them. Should we... Do you want to leave a guard? It's... Yes. Okay. That is standard procedure. What good will a guard do? Well... Usually what guards I do I him and what? a copy of Sun Tzu and tell him to fucking read it <laughs> I can't read I'm sorry I was raised in Pit End look we'll get it together and we'll formulate a plan while our friends are off speaking with a tree alright alright I can do that uh, come with me and we'll pick one of the chaps to stand a guard then Awesome. You go, you do that, you meet with them, you send a fellow off to stand guard. He seems unhappy about the prospect of being alone in the tunnels mm -hmm. and the sole line of defense. Make sure you organize some come. sort of relief for him so he doesn't get too bored. Because then he'll just fuck off and stuff. But the others are all very interested in what you're saying. Uh, though they don't seem keen to be put to siege. Shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> that poor one guard who has nowhere calling for help. He was like, I need you to die first. That way we definitely know the dwarves. Okay, so you. you. You're wearing the red shirt. You're out the front. <laughs> <laughs> don't even bother calling for help. It's not relevant to the plot. <laughs> it's not red. It's maroon. Oh, Senior command. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
That one. You want a tour of the place. You get a very similar tour. However, the children are basically following you around. And Windy uh, basically tells them all that it is time for their bath. Um, So they all run into the hot spring and bathe. Cool. Um, They're not naked. They're wearing underclothes. I was going to say, buy kids and have white Another one of the uh, Wendy, while they're bathing, uh, Wendy takes you and shows you all their stores. Um, it is enough to support the people here for years. Food? Weapons? No weapons. Food. Dry goods. Canned food. No, not Good canned food. Why not? Uh, because canned food hasn't been invented. I don't see why it couldn't be. Anyway, when you think about it, Guys, they have a monorail, but a can? Fuck Yeah, off. it's like aluminium, <laughs> pressure. Fuck, I'm going to make so much money in this imaginary world. Yeah, you get on that. She says you the storerooms. It's pretty much it. That's what she does. I compliment her on how well she's run this. I actually don't know anything about this. I'm just making her feel good. And it seems like I know shit, I hope. Um, I'm just trying to do what the... The fool would have done. And hopefully it'll all be intact when he comes back. This fool, like, um... So he's, like, priest to you, or some sort of guiding figure? Yeah, he's not a a priest, he's a... Well, he saved all these children. Yeah. There's definitely uh, one of the best people in Pit End, at least. Yeah, I hope he comes back. Me I think, too. I think we, I think we do have to keep keep this hidden from the world because. I'm glad you see it that way. It would be, would be a great, my great shame if any of this beautiful nature fae stuff on the ground and all these nice kids got attacked. Well. And stuff. Why am I being awkward? Between I'm you sorry. and me, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, between you and me, the the fool is making preparations for the end of things. Oh, now that sounds great. What's that? <laughs> uh, the end of things. Yeah. He expects an attack. Oh, okay. That would destroy the city. Oh, I thought you just meant the cave, and I was like. Sure. Um, the, city, the city, so the end of things. Okay, good. Now it's the end of things. Is the attacking of the city, is that the beginning of the actual end of things? Or is the city being attacked the end of things? He was never very specific, but uh, both. For, su- for some reason, he thinks that the, the city is going to be destroyed and that'll bring about the uh, eventual... Um, destruction of most of the world but he was a lot more knowledgeable in these things than me hmm where would all our money come from well Nistria yeah (laughs) such a well fleshed out place how would you not know that I could just see 
us wiping out or accomplishing this bit in Orthalus, and then a new game starting Ulnistra where we have to hunt down someone in Orthalus, dirtying our town city's name. We hunt you down in real life in an actual hedge maze with chainsaws. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a, a fun party game. It's interactive. We're like, happy birthday, Jack! And then we all whip out our chainsaws. Run! <laughs> that way. I love laughing. Why did we do it on your birthday? I say as I skip away into the maze. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. That's why we've got these stores here so that we might be able to survive. Alright, yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah, no. I'm done with you. Shit. Oh, yeah. So, something to throw about at the place, I guess. Okay. Um, The children are all scrubbed. Love me some scrubbed children. Yep. Uh, Jack, Ma, Mm. you have briefed the adults. On your plan, have I? Which is, <clears throat> they're all there. They're all oh, listening. Yeah. All right. Well, I get out the front. I assume they're all just kind of lounging about on the tables. Sure. They're commoners. Okay. Oh god. They're commoning. You've all got about one good hit in you. <laughs> okay. Right. All of you, stand to attention. Oh. Oh, he's very, he's very commanding. They Do kind I of get to their feet and stand. Not knowing what to do with their hands, it's like hands by the side, form ranks. Who's in front? I said form ranks, not figure out who's going in the ranks. Form them. Um, they kind of form a huddle that kind of resembles two lines. What do you mean? Did I say you could speak? What's your name? My name? Yes, your name. Dilna? Dilna. Yeah? Right, well, from now on, you don't speak until spoken to. Understand? Sure. Good. Now. Does that count? I want you guys to know his last squad, he led on a suicide mission and they all died, including his wife. Oh, so mission accomplished, no, I, I guess. <laughs> if they're going for a suicide mission, everyone died. That means they did a good job, right? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Present your weapons. They all kind of hold whatever weapon they have in their hand or near up. I go through and I inspect them. Uh, what what standard of quality are, are they? These will break if swung, or they. None of them are that bad, mm. but they haven't been cared for in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them might break if you threw them hard enough against a stone wall, but they're all okay weapons. How many people have bows? Two. Are they are they bows or crossbows? They're short bows. Holy shit! They're short bows. Right. All right. At ease. Yes, I can work with a lot of you. Now... Thanks. You did speak. But not to you. Oh. Sit down, Dill. 
It's Dilma. Right. That was to me, right? Yes, Dil. Sit oh. down, Dil. It, it's Dilma. So he sits down. They're all sitting down on the benches beside the tables. Well, a lot of you know what's going to happen here. Do you know what the plan is? Um. No. Good. I don't want anybody thinking of their own plan. To know what the plan is. Hello, Shane. Well. <laughs> oh, sorry, Isaac. I thought you were someone that irritated me. Oh, sorry. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Yes? The Dimrocks. Yep. They're going to come swarming in here. Oh, no. Yes, that's very bad. Keep your mouth quiet, Dill. When they come swarming in here, what do you think they're going to try and do? Can I speak yet? Yes, you can speak. Ah, uh, take our money. They're going to do more than take your money, son. They're going to take everything you have. Mostly your life. Oh. Yes. Why? Well, because you've been giving them fake money. What? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. It doesn't matter. If you've been giving them make money or not. The fact of the matter is, they're going to be really pissed off at us. Can you stop them? Can I stop them? Of course I can. And you lot are going to help me stop them. So I can't oh, do it okay. alone. He seems very satisfied with that answer. Now, this place you have here, it's very well defended. Which is our advantage. Do you want me to play some rousing sort of like triumphant music? In Not yet. On your fiddle. <laughs> on, on, this is like that scene in right? Both the horrific things at once. <laughs> you should minor illusion like a flag behind him. So it's like that scene in Patton where he's like walking the back. American and flag. <laughs> yeah, everyone's confused about what it is. But Just it looks <laughs> inspirational nonetheless. Some random flag that doesn't make any sense. Right. The Aboriginal flag. The dim rocks are going to come running in here and they're going to try and kill us all. We're going to be ready for them. And you lot are going to be defending your home and your lives with me. Roll a performance or persuasion can to I, rouse your troops. Can I give him an advantage? Pardon? Can I give him an advantage? I'd be with the, I'd be getting it to the right. Sure. Corner. Oh, okay, cool, man. Have an advantage. That's a nat 20. Yeah, you might roll another 20. <laughs> you might roll two 20s and just... I rolled a two. <laughs> well, it was missing a zero. Um, Congratulations, you're now a bard for a second. They are all super keen to do what you want to do because you're giving them direction and you seem to know what you're doing. Mm. They will follow your orders. Excellent. Humans love that shit. We do. Yeah. Right, men. First, like Trump one of the freaking <laughs> First things first. <laughs> we need to make sure this place. We're not going to get any surprises. So we need to go. And we need to board up at one crevice at least in Dimrock territory for starters. Okay. Second of all, we need to plan a little bit of a trap because the best sieges always come with a trap. Ooh. Now your front entrance way. That's where we're going to meet them in battle. It's very small. That's the idea. Okay. The smaller, the better. Sorry. 
We've got a supposition that the Dimrocks are going to attack us. Yeah, no, we're going to go aggro them. And then run through so the trap. It's implicit in the plan. We're going to go fuck them up. So why are we running away? Um, defending is easier than attacking. Um, also, it's hilarious because we'll go like throw like some feces at them or something. I or, you know, just some bull bear. Alright, please continue. Please look, continue. I'm easy either way, but do we really want to bring them near the kids? Like, at least yeah. if we go to them, yeah. they're not near the kids. I'm happy to have them go here. I they think it's hilarious. Here to get to the kids, they don't have to go up that one ladder. Oh, you're going to put the kids up the tree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then burn the ladder. <laughs> not burn the ladder. Just pull it up. <laughs> okay, you, you can't burn the ladder. Ladder's made of stone. Oh. Doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. Now, Sorry. You know that crevice that comes out behind your entranceway? Yep. Well, we're going to draw them into your main hallway. Okay. And then we're going to come out behind them. Ooh. And then there's going to be your giant big worm friend waiting for them. In the rear. Nom, 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 nom. And what do you think is going to happen to them? They're going to be surrounded by us. They're going to either throw down their arms, or they're all going to die. All right. Because I like you... I'm not going to tell you the obvious third option there, and what's but that? I like it. We all die. We're not going to die. No, we're not going to die. You know why we're not going to die? Because we've got a big giant chain worm on our side. And we are organised. We follow orders. And because we're not idiots. We're British. We're not the dim rocks. They're the dim rocks. They're dim. We're not. That's a- They're also rocks. Rocks yeah, are rocks, sharp and rock, hard. They're also I like stupid. it. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to lock up the crevice. Good. Dill, you're my second command now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where we leave our marshals this week. Join us next week to see how this makeshift army of Ponzers fares against the Dimrock Assault. As always, a big thank you goes out to Alex Smith for our character art and our theme tune. And if you have any questions or comments or anything to contribute, you can find us on Facebook at Law and Disorder Podcast. You can find us at Twitter at Law underscore Disorder TNC. Or at our home on the web, that's not canonproductions.com. Now, I would encourage you to go and check out our other D&D podcast, Goodberry Smoothies, and That's Not Canon Productions movie review podcast, Second Take. And as always, I have been your Dungeon Master, Zane C. Weber. Thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.